It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. And hello, my name is Chip Chipperton, and welcome to another edition of 64 Minutes. I'm here with my co-host. I'm Chet Chetterton, and uh, we are broadcasting live from the top of the smallest building in Cleveland, Ohio. The... Absolute smallest building on the very top. Chip, I want to throw it to you for just one second here. We have an interesting matter of fact of things going on today. Uh, earlier today, we just heard that a gentleman by the name of Orenthal James Simpson is on the run. What do you think about that? You know, I have no idea what to think, but <laughs> it seems that he is very much on the run. That's, uh, we'll cut back to it if that's any kind of news. I don't think it is. Our show will be better than watching that kind of shit. Yep. Anyways. Anyways. Welcome back here, guys. Tomorrow morning, don't forget to tune in at 8 o'clock. We will be watching Ladies Badminton. And we all know those Lady Tiger Cubs are coming back for those Green Dragons any day now. They're up 2 to 4. And uh, we're going to check in on that final option here. We're going to go ahead and check in with our other co-host here. We have, uh, we're going to throw it to you, Bill Billinson. Bill Billinson, how's it going over there for the women's badminton competition? Bill Billinson over here. It's hard. It's hard to really focus. Uh, it's really windy from the booty clapping. Bill, Bill, oh, I gotta ask you. What? Are the shuttlecocks flying? They're flying real high. They're flying real low. And the booty cheeks are clapping real hard. Thanks, Bill. We'll come back and check in on you later. Um, uh, Chip, what you gotta say about that? You know, uh, I have to say that he is... Uh, a force of nature. He is going straight into oh, the center of the Bill. storm. Yeah, Bill. We're supposed to talk about the athletes. Oh, the athletes themselves, fantastic, fantastic women. Fantastic, yeah. Uh, quadriceps that are larger than life. Larger than yours, that's for sure, Chip. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, we're going to throw it back to our other anchor here. We have um, Sam Salmonson. Sam Salmonson's testing out the salmon sales. They're going to see what's going on over at the salmon fish market at the public market over here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, Sam, what do you got to say? Um, well, the, the fish is really good here. Uh, it smells. Excellent, Sam. Sam's on, uh, he's on layaway from the BBC network. Uh, he's on layaway from them, uh, from whatever French shit they got over there. Nobody really seems to like him. He's on his last day as an intern for us. Yeah, it was nice knowing you, Sam. I will catch you out of here any day now here, buddy. Um, uh, we had something crazy happen that we want to apologize. Last week in the booth, I made the mistake of saying that, uh, that, uh, that uh, we didn't belong in World War II, and I, I didn't understand what I was saying. So that I was a like, heavy statement. I would like to take a moment and apologize. Uh, I uh, I recently went to a museum. Um, I did not pay because it was donations only, and I don't believe in donations unless it's for my church. Uh, and that's uh, uh, that's Dale Davidson out for you. Cut to cut to Charles's life at home, honey. If you lose this job. We're gonna go broke and hungry, babe. I can't afford to lose that job. That character is so big; they're gonna love it. Yeah, it's I. You're if you're gonna be losing your job as an anchor, hopefully you'll get picked up as a a comedian. My thinking is, I'll do the Stephen Colbert thing, where people won't understand that it's a joke, and they'll think it's real, and then they'll give me a late night show. You want to get a late night show? Well. No, but it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. I don't understand why you're going out with such heavy statements like we didn't belong in World War II. Because you can't stir a pot without a spoon, babe. 
Also, I got new teeth. How do these look for my new character? <laughs> They're gonna change the way that you speak. Well, it already I already talked like this. Cut to the next day at work. Hi, uh, Chip Chipperson here. Dale, uh, uh, back with sixty four minutes. I'm here with my co-host, uh, uh, Charleston. Yes, uh, Charles. It yeah. seems like you've done something different with your with your look. No, no, no. I had a haircut. Um, I'm not too sure. It seems like your hair is the same length. It was a fucking haircut. Cut to after uh, the airing, uh, Charles. Hey man, we gotta. You we can't gotta mention. Talk to you, you can't. You can't mention the bits on air. I, I, I dude. I mean, I'm sorry, but it was heavily distracting. Hey, if I weren't to point it out, the rest of America would point it out. Just don't point it out. Okay, I'm. I'm sorry, but it, it's hey. not my call. Well, who's it coming from then? Is this coming from up top? Bring, 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 bring. What the fuck is that noise? Bring, bring, is there a bird in bring, here? Bring, bring. Oh shit, it's a cell phone. Oh, hang bring, on. Bring, 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 bring. Oh, this is my work phone here. Hello, Charles and Charles in here. Charles in my office, please. Oh shit. Cut to the office of his manager, of his boss. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Teddy. Take I, those silly fucking chompers off. Teddy, I just, Our numbers have dropped drastically ever I, since I, you said I, we shouldn't be in World War II. I thought that would get numbers up. People would be so shocked at what I was saying that they would come and see. We're supposed to be a non-biased news station, and here you are throwing around political statements. This is Fox News, sir. Yes, and we're trying to change the direction. We're trying to change the direction. Left, right, nope. We're in neither of those positions. We don't make any choices is what you're telling me? Yes, we're trying to be as safe here as possible. Now get those fucking chompers out of here and pack up your bags. Am I fired or do I just have to get my bags out of here? You're fired. Ah. Uh, cut to his dinner with his wife. So how was work, hon? Don't talk to me about work! <laughs> Scene. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, welcome to another episode of ICBTB's Highly, Highly Irrelevant. Irrelevant. That's we have gonna a be, name now, guys. Yeah, we got a name. Uh, I know on the last episode we said that we'd let you decide. And we did. Uh, but also, that's just nah. too much power. We don't trust you people. No, we don't trust you. Humans are scum. Vile creatures. Scum. Vile. I wish the world was just full of dogs. You know how you're... Uh, I don't. That'd be worse. What? You know, that would be way worse. Really? Oh, yeah. What Dogs... They were they act dogs off of instinct. They're like children because they're just trying to reproduce. They don't know it's, it's incestuous. It's, it's, they're just like not only that, a big dog will fuck a little dog. Yeah, it'll just destroy that. Or a big dog will kill a little dog. What's if we wild. just let dogs take over the world, uh huh, dude, it's crazy that dogs are derivatives of wolves. wolves. Some of them, you know, what's even crazier is like how fucked up we made some wolves for like our own like reasons, like the pug. Mm-hmm. The pug was originally a war dog, a huge dog. It used to be a huge dog, like made those dogs like bred that way. Yeah, so yeah. and it could chomp skulls, bro. And now it's like now everyone's like, we gotta stop breeding pugs because they're all dying. They like, all have breathing problems. Oof, it's sad. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you've met my girlfriend's pug before. He's uh, yeah, always no. when he's sleeping, he's snoring up a storm, and it worries me, dude. Uh, a a dog, nothing should ever have that flat of a face. Does he have sleep apnea? Yes, I'm sure he does. That's fat. That's fat. That's fat. Pugs are the William Hungs of dogs. That's messed up. Is that messed up? Yeah. Can I not say that? That's pretty. That's pretty messed they up. They have an equally racist. flat face. Is that messed up? I love all shapes and sizes of faces. Oh, do you? Do uh, you? I've heard you on multiple for accounts. Concave faces, <laughs> which. 
probably don't like moon faces. <laughs> Someone's. I just imagined a cartoon of somebody whose face. Anyways, guys, so we don't get to. We're not going to talk about anything relevant on this show. Yeah, I mean, you know the for, title. Well, I do have an agenda here. Uh, Christian, what's new, buddy? Um, <laughs> that's the agenda. It's just like, hey, what's new? Uh, dude, <laughs> it's actually a blank piece of paper. Wearing shorts more often, dude. Good for you. Yeah, you, you know, I remember there was years, years where you wouldn't wear shir- dude, shorts. I was uh, on the sweaty calf squad. And how does it feel to be not? Much better. Air is coming up through the inner thigh. Everything is uh, being ventilated. It's Wait till you find out day. about kilts. Have you ever worn a kilt? No, I don't wear dresses. No, you've never worn a dress before. Come I on, you were in theater, that. dude. I didn't say I've never worn a dress. We were before. in one particular uh, segment. I don't know. It was like some uh, charity show for in high school where we had to dress up as women. A charity show? I forget what it was. I'm not. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Powder we had puff? to dress up as like you we've definitely puff done charity? powder puff. You were such a pretty girl. I was an ugly girl. You were it. gorgeous. I was an ugly girl. Because um, you got the mole like Marilyn Monroe. And so yeah, is that what it is. You throw a wig on there. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. No, you're making me sick. Um, That's gross. And now I don't know what to do because I'm thinking about me as a lady and it makes me gross. What's new with you, dude? Nothing's new with me. Same, same, same. That's the rudest way. <laughs> To answer the rudest way Just to like answer sexual questions, instantly lead it up to the next level and be like, "Yeah, I'm the same." Yeah. First of all, don't touch me. The the most polite way you could say what you just said is same old, same old. But you escalated. I'm it. the same old, same old. I don't like the way you, you say don't things. Like that dude. one either. Uh, I do want to say I, w- I was looking at some of our numbers and I wrote down some of our fun little fun ICBTB facts. Okay. That I wanted to throw at you here. Okay, throw throw them at me. We've now been doing uh, this podcast for a year, a little over a year now. Yeah, man. Thanks for celebrating with us, um, people. Why are you not excited? <laughs> Your energy is so <laughs> weird. <sighs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Just sad for the rest of this episode. Um, we uh, have been producing episodes for 368 days now. Uh, we have been in 46 different countries. I wrote this a couple of days ago. I'm realizing now that this is a couple of days old. Um, we've been in 46 countries. Uh, we had our biggest month, which we, where we had 1,043 downloads. We oh, had our wow. lowest month, where we only had 381 downloads. Aww. That was in September of 2019. Aww. Biggest month was March of 2020. Thank, Thank you, you, quarantine. Uh, our most downloaded episode of all time, would you like to guess? Is it No, no Longer Murder Mystery? Our live Q&A. It is episode one, Murder Mystery. Okay. 264 downloads. A lot of people like to start from the beginning and work their way up. Uh, Highly Irrelevant had 21 downloads on its first day. So thank you, everybody who listened to that on its first uh, release. And we have had over 9,000 downloads as a whole of a show. So, uh, yeah, 46 different countries, 9,000 downloads. I'd say that's pretty fun, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, Check us out on YouTube. I know I've seen uh, that you guys... So kind of stop by and check us out. You guys want to see our faces as we speak, which I can't blame you for. I think that we are facially symmetric, and I think that we are not ugly. Uh, speak for yourself. You think you're ugly? I am ugly. What's your favorite trait about yourself? My personality. Physical trait. Uh, face. <laughs> your overall face? I don't know, bro. Honestly, um, okay, give me a second. Give me a second. What's what is up? my favorite trait? Yeah. Physical trait. Your physical trait. Favorite physical trait about yourself? Physical trait. I guess I have good hair. You do have good hair. You got you got a hairline like a thumbnail, my friend. Thanks. Because thumbnails they're they're static and they don't. Isn't move. toe head like an uh, insult though? 
What? Toe head? I'm not saying you got a toe head. That's a different thing. No one should ever look like a toe. If you look like a toe, you're fucked up. Toe head means you're like blonde. What? Yeah, you never heard that? Hell no. Because you're like, it's like when you see a little kid, little blonde kid who's got like a buzz cut, right? He just spent the summer at the lake. He's all tan, but the hair is almost white. He looks like a toenail where it's like skin color and then really white on top. He looks a toe head. That's such an odd observation. You've never heard that? No, I've never heard of that. Huh. And I'm not calling little blonde kids a toe head. Well, not in this day and age. We also had a discussion recently, guys, where you're not allowed. We think there's no reason why you, you, as a grown man, you could ever yell, hey, little boy. Of course not. Hey, no, little boy. There's no way. If you're in that situation, get out. Get out, little boy. Get out, and you, if you're predatory, stop, stop yelling saying, at this little, hey, boy. little boy. Yikes! Yeah, we don't condone that kind of behavior here at ICBTB. No, but we do condone downloading and subscribing to our podcast, guys. We want you guys to be there when we release episodes as soon as we release them. So, in order to do that, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or hit that follow button on Spotify. Or uh, hit whatever. that subscribe button on YouTube. That too, and the little bell. I believe it's a bell. Bing, bing, bing. And then uh, yeah, and Twitter, Instagram, yada yada yada, blah 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 blah, boobity boobity bop. That's uh, really rude how you're telling them to the boobity boop. Follow us. I'm trying to play it cool. Are you playing, dude? You're wearing a shirt right now that has my face on it. Yeah. In full color, it's a shirt that Melissa took. I'm very fond of that picture. Thanks. Actually, I was trying to find one with your beard. Ah. Oh. People thought I looked like a caveman with a beard. I it, like you with the beard. Of course. Oh, this is the thing. A lot of my guy friends love me with a beard. I like the way it felt on my balls. That's shut up. That is the most disgusting thing you could say. Um, you know where I got the inspiration for this shirt? Where? 40-year-old virgin. Does he wear a... a Paul Rudd's wearing a shirt of his own face. Of his own it's face. It's his employee of the month. Why didn't you it's print like, out your own face? Uh, is that too vain? I don't like my face. What? You just said your face is your favorite part of your... I said my hair. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wow, you don't even listen. I was listening. I you just don't forgot. Even, he don't even listen. Auditions for a new host coming out soon. <laughs> and you're, you and your new co-host still record in my place. <laughs> Christian, can we buy your house? Uh, no. You'd still be the producer. No, what the, still make would me you, do work. Would you be one day in the future, let's say like we find somebody who's like, hey, we'll market your show, but Christian's got to get the fuck out. We have uh, John Stamos. He wants to do it. But in we my want, place? But we want Christian to still be on board and like help produce. Would I do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not, no. Really? Not this show. I'd be pr- down to produce like another show. Like to produce like if you if you and Otis wanted to have John like a, a, a wants own to segment. sing the theme song and take your spot. He wants to take Jesse, Uncle Jesse, yeah. who's already lived a lavish life, yep. wants to hit up this small town podcast and just kick out me. You'd become the guy who like has a mic and speaks sometimes. No, like I don't want to be the sometimes you. guy. You'd be the Otis guy. We'd be like, we'd throw it to you like, right, Christian? And you'd be like, right, guys. Right. Anyway, so, Mr. Stamos, when you're on Full House. <laughs> Every episode is about him on Full House. One question on, on Fuller House. One question on Full House. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know how I feel about these new, uh, not spinoffs, but continuations. Well, Fuller House like, is over now. Yeah, there's a Fuller House. Uh, Girl Meets World was a thing. That wasn't bad, though. That was good for little girls who liked the Disney Channel. Yeah, I mean, but but it's but it's not the same. But we're watching it saying it's not the same like Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. But it's not even trying to be. They're making their own Disney show. It's completely but different. Using, but they're using a property that's already established. But let's think about like Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World had some very suggestive themes to it, right? Well, and it also ran for decades. 
I wouldn't say decades. Yeah, it started when he was in middle school and went all the way through to college. Yeah. No, well, yeah, maybe a little over a so decade. So a decade and then some. Not multiple two, decades. Was, I, I would even venture to say, hang on. What? It took place in three decades. Shut up, It started up, in dude. the 80s, ended in 2000. Fred Savage who did not end. No, it did not start in the 80s, When did fool. it start? It, like early 90s, and it ended like either late 90s or early 2000s, dude. It was in the 2000s when it ended because they went to college, bro. Dude, I'm thinking nine or ten years. I think nine seasons. I would say ten. I would even say maybe 11. 11 tops. Are you just trying to win this? I will, I'll win everything. <laughs> you went from decades. And no, you don't. You went from 11 decades. 11 would be two decades. That takes place in two decades. No. 10 oh. years is a decade. Then this 11 is, is the start of a new dude. decade. That two is semantics. Decades. I'm not talking this much. You've been alive for three decades. I'm not 30, dude. No, but you've been alive for the 90s, the thousands, the teens, and now we're in the 20s. You've technically been alive for four decades. I've been alive for two decades four. and some. Four decades. I don't know, man. You hear what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying. Do you understand? I mean, I'm listening to Do what you you're saying. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? You cannot quote. Speaking of Rush Hour, I found a movie with fucking Jay Leno and Mr. Miyagi from 1989. Uh, and we got to do this film. That's the craziest mashup ever. They're cops. Jay Leno? Jay Leno and, and Mr. Mr. Miyagi? Miyagi. Oh, what the heck? It's got to be next How is Jay list. Leno a cop? Can he fit his head through a shirt? Because that fool got some big head. And he also has a giant cranium. He's a big cranium. And he has a concave face. Jay Leno <laughs> has, a, has con- a concave face. If you were to put Jay Leno's face up to a wall, a potato. his chin would hit the his wall before his nose. His chin and forehead would be touching the wall, yeah. but his nose wouldn't. He would never be able to lick a wall. <laughs> if you put Jay Leno's hey, face, Leno, lick that wall, bitch. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't wanna. <laughs> That's a really good Leno. No, I got forty-seven cars, forty-seven muscles, forty-seven cars. million. I he believe has, it. Dude. He has one car from every year that cars were created since the steam engine car. God, dude. Isn't that since fucking insane? the steam yes. engine car? Yes. He has a motorcycle that's made from the engine of a jet plane. Uh huh. He has a motorcycle that's made from a tank. Mm-hmm. He has a fucking car that runs on water. He has fucking. Everything. That's, I, I believe it, dude. I hear he's a douche yeah. in real life. I well, mean, with the guy that's had such a lavish life of full of fame. Millions and millions of dollars just to sit around and pretend like you want to talk to people. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Do you think Jimmy Fallon, he's a, I think that he's probably my favorite uh, late night talk show host. I think it rotates for me. I think Conan. Oh, Conan's such a good Conan's one too. really good, but sometimes Conan gets like, right now I'm not a fan of Conan's show. Because it seems like he's trying too hard. Like sometimes Conan has that try too hard attitude. Uh-huh. But that's Conan. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like Conan when he's not trying. I was listening to a podcast where Conan does try super hard because he's trying to uphold the standard and he is very insecure. It was like Sona, his assistant, <laughs> was talking about him. And she was talking about how he is that kind of insecure kind of performer where he he tries hard in everything he does. And I think I completely get that. Like if you are trying too hard... Um, yeah, and we know he's got a troubled like life and a troubled backstory. Like, you know, like we know all the things that went through with him and Leno, and all of the work that he put into, and like, and having the thing that you think you had, or having the thing that you think you wanted for so long suddenly be ripped from your hands. You know, it's uh, he has an interesting story, but uh, but I do think it's a big politics game being a late night host. What we don't realize is like even Johnny Carson had to fight to get that role, and Johnny Carson now is like the the watermark of what a late night host can be. Yeah. And even when he first got the job, everyone was like, <laughs> Carson's going to take over the late night show? Like, it was a big deal. So, you know, it's all perspective. I recently watched, this is a weird turn, I recently watched uh, Al Pacino's uh, Merchant of Venice, mm-hmm. which 
We'll get to it later uh, when we talk about the movie that we did this week. But watching that and then watching the movie this week, very different things. In The Merchant of Venice, he's playing, um, shit, what is his name? He plays the, the Jewish traitor, so he's got all the money. Uh, do you know The Merchant of Venice, the Shakespeare play? No. This guy falls in love with this woman, and he has to um, pay money. You give money to the father. What's that called when you like give him a, a tithing okay. to the father? Um, but he doesn't have any money, so he lo- he's loaned this money from this Jewish banker uh, played by Al Pacino. Oh, um, okay. Anyways. What was your point with that? I have no idea. <laughs> it was the politics of talk show hosts. You're going to tie that in somehow. Wow. What a weird thing. Like, okay, <laughs> so about Johnny Carson. <laughs> By the way, also, watch this Al Pacino. Al Pacino movie. Actually, I just wanted to talk about the Merchant of Venice, guys. Check out Al Pacino's Merchant of Venice. <laughs> also, Jamie Irons is in it as well. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Nice. And Ray Fiennes' son plays Bassino. Um, I do want to, to revert back to talk show hosts. <laughs> That's Thank crazy you. that it gets political. It seems like it's so much fun, but the pressure to be restricted by a network, right? And I think that's why podcasts have flourished in I think the past not even years. Ju- I think not even just a restriction of the network, but the consistency of having to do it every single night, five yeah, nights yeah, a week. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know? Trying to find new segments. I mean, but luckily they have a full-on team. Every day you have to walk in, find something funny to write about and talk about, yeah. do a monologue, do a bit. Now you have to do an interview. Now Exhausting, you, man. Now you have to bring on this actor, this juggler, or this fucking kid doing magic. You know what I mean? Like, And you don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. That's yeah. why I think Jimmy Fallon's good at it, because it seems like he genuinely cares about all these people who go on. Yeah. I wonder how much screaming he does at home when no one's around. Yeah. That's what I would like to know about Jimmy Fallon. Because with that level what of pressure. What kind of stab room does he have built under his house where he can just let all of his aggression out? Well, yeah, because uh, America can't see that side of Jimmy Fallon. Where does he get his aggression But we out? all have those human flaws, you know? A lot of people think that I'm super duper nice and yeah. you know they always see me singing or dancing. performing improv on stage <laughs> never dancing because i don't like to dance um but i see i've seen behind the curtain i've seen what you've done to that toilet so i know the real you what the fuck does that mean <laughs> you can't judge a man by his shits actually that's exactly what you should judge a man no by. you should Bowel only judge a man by his shits i mean yeah i mean gut can, health is important you know a lot about a man based on his shits you can tell if they have enough kombucha fiber probiotics do they believe in uh, exercise do you believe in kimchi do you drink water do you how much water and are you the type of person that poops immediately when you get that feeling do or you do like you hold vegetables? it a little bit do you eat vegetables what kind of vegetables mm-hmm. are these questions for me now or is this questions to the whole general questions uh-huh general questions um yeah so think about your gut health crazy messages we have on this podcast you know what? now this is highly irrelevant exactly and this is what you get yeah it's a free fucking show so suck my dick yeah it does um, feel. <laughs> don't. I'm not gonna say yeah to that. Don't condone to sucking Alejandro's dick. Oh. When's the last time you got fellatio? Stop. We're <laughs> not kidding. keeping that. We're not. We're not going into this. I know. I'm kidding. That was a joke. Ooh. I would be pissed if you actually like said December third. Well, your mom was downstairs. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna show her this part of the podcast. Yeah, she and she's never gonna let you inside. Stop. You're disgusting, <laughs> dude. You're I didn't disgusting. Even say anything that time. No, but you click sometimes doing like the finger bang clicking thing it's it's worse than words well it's up to your interpretation what that means you know i wanted to talk about something i was looking at my um you know facebook memories are a thing oh are they and they was they were showing me the shit that i would post on my wall when i was in high school yuck and why was i such a simp why was I why was I putting my feelings out there about some girl that I had a crush on that didn't like me back? You know Facebook we thought was a private forum. 
No, the most public forum there is. You might as well get on top of a mountain with a megaphone and start shouting. No, because nobody's around to hear that. This is worse. Yeah, now you're right. just sending it straight to their phone. Straight, yeah. Everyone can see it. It is immortalized. Do you remember when you used to have to like text Facebook? You could like text the status to Facebook, and they would and it would post for you. No, you I never took advantage of that. Everything was always I did I on the PC. I used to text my statuses to Facebook, and then it would. Bloop, bloop. Off the top of your head, what is the cringiest oh, status God. you think you posted? They're bad ones. They are? I can't even think of them now, but there are some bad ones. Would you ever be the type of person to yes. really put your feelings out there? No. You feel frustrated uh, one day, yes. and you're like, man. You'll never know. How come people? And it's always something very uh, ambiguous. Or like a music quote. Sun's going down. Times <laughs> I, are getting hard. I see your red door and I want to paint it Painted dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> Let them guess like they don't know the song. Gravity. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Like this guy must be real sad. Or this... like, or, or when you post like a link to a video or something. Yeah. But now the video is no longer available for, for viewing. So it's just like the status is like exactly how I feel. And then it's like video unavailable. It's like, how did I feel? How, how did I feel I don't back know. then? Dude, it's crazy. I tried logging All on. All the comments will be like, whoa, man, like what's going on? Like hit me up, bro. And it's just like, what was going on? You, we need more context. Uh, I was trying to log into my MySpace Barf. the other day. It exists, yeah, but they I got know. rid of everything. Well, because now it's better. We should actually maybe get back on MySpace for this. What, uh, can you promote now it's a, a podcast? Con- it's a content creator platform now. Really? Yeah. So it was, at least that's how they rebranded it, was a content creator place where you could meet other content creators and build them. Um, but so was v- Vero, Vivo, v- Vero, I think it's what it's called. Um, but like, as far as I know, only Zack Snyder's on Vero. So, what know. is Vero? Vero was like a, somewhere between Vimeo and Instagram. Really? Yeah. Okay, so like a social networking, post your videos type of uh, yeah. platform? Yeah. Okay. I've, that's odd that I've never heard of it. Well, you live under a rock. Yeah, monster. dude. I'm Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants. Quick, favorite SpongeBob character? Uh, Patrick. I like old man Jenkins. Easily. Who's, oh, that's the oh, guy. Man. I love young people. How many times have we got to teach you this lesson, old man? What's crazy is that at our age, at a healthy age of 26 and 27. SpongeBob season one and two, impeccable comedy. And that's why it stuck with us. Well, what because they, it's good jokes. What they did right is that it was marketable to both children and subtly marketable to their parents. I d- no, I don't. I disagree, ah. and I wholeheartedly disagree. SpongeBob what? was never marketed to our parents. You don't think so? They didn't even try to get our parents involved. That's why our parents were just like, "Yeah, I guess my son likes SpongeBob. That's the thing that my my kid likes." Sp- what SpongeBob did that was good. Was it left a lasting impression so that now that we are adults now and having our own children and our children are watching SpongeBob, now it's a thing that we relate to our children. Just like Pokemon, just like fucking Game Boys, just like fucking Nintendo, all that fucking shit that we had as kids that's now having a resurgence because our kids are doing it or our generations of kids are doing it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's just a new way for our parents. For oh, us, I see like, what you're saying. Our parents trying to relate to us was like getting us into Little League and like teaching us how to fucking, you know, do shit like that because that's what they did when they were kids. Well, what did we do? when we were kids we played fucking video games and traded pokemon cards and stayed inside exactly did all that stuff i don't know there's <laughs> I a lot inside i still played sports but there's a lot of logic in what you're saying but i think not necessarily that they were that's why i said indirectly marketing it to the parents it's the type of show where kids could be watching in the living room already the parents peek in to just see like what the kids are watching and they kind of laugh too no way dude my you don't parents, think so my parents never laughed at spongebob really it was it was a sponge and even now watch watch a spongebob episode now Mm-hmm. And you will not think it's funny. You'll think it's obnoxious, annoying, and stupid because it's. But children love it because it's made just for children. But there are subtle jokes like Patrick, your genius is showing. That's that, old SpongeBob. That's what I'm talking about. That's old SpongeBob. But even then, 
that was for us to find out later. I don't think those jokes were in there for the adults. Those were in the seeds room. that were planted for us to as, learn as when opposed, we grow up. As opposed to like Toy Story One, mm-hmm. which has jokes for the adults that are in the audience watching this movie with the mm-hmm. kids. As opposed to Shrek and Shrek Two, that has jokes for the they adults did that really good. on purpose. SpongeBob made jokes, I believe, made jokes for kids, tailored for kids. And then as we get older, we can go back and see those jokes and then put our own context into it and make it make it into the joke that we wanted it to be or want wanted to be but now spongebob is not even the same thing it's anymore. a completely Com- different show. They, they they have the a different movie, team of writers i right? think the movie well the creator passed away mm-hmm. so nickelodeon owns it out right now mm-hmm. um i think the movie was the last was like the turning point when the spongebob movie came out yeah that's when spongebob shifted from our generation to this new generation of SpongeBob because even the animations are different. The animators have changed for sure a million times. Oh, I'm sure they've if updated. You, if you do, if you put a picture side by side of SpongeBob, of course, episode one, but like SpongeBob as we knew him and SpongeBob now, he is very he's brighter yellow. His teeth are more buck. His eyes are bugging out more. Like they've made it more cartoony. I always thought it was super interesting to always compare and contrast like the very first season of certain of animations of like let's let's take Peter Griffin Any and show. Lois. Um, first season of Family Guy, latest season of Family Guy. I just Guy. watched like season two and three of Family Guy. Uh-huh. And the animation's completely different. Not only that, the characters are completely Mila different. Mila Kunis uh, is not... Uh, she wasn't She the wasn't original. Meg at first, no, right? No, the, the Gretchen Wieners from Mean Girls. Oh, that was Meg at first? That was the original Wild. Meg. Even Stewie's character Meg. development, completely different. Yeah, like, totally. Dude. Stewie, at the first season was a diabolical uh, man-child. The first five or six seasons... Because Family Guy's been on for teen seasons now, maybe even twenty. Oh yeah. So it started in nineteen ninety nine, I think. Yeah. Um. So watching the old ones now, one still holds up for the most part. Mm-hmm. There are some dated jokes, but even like the dated jokes are still relevant. Yeah. Now well, because that it was part. always pop culture references, everything. Um, the times have changed. Like some of the jokes are very different. Uh, but yet I have found. And watching more Family Guy on Hulu and stuff like that, they do like what SNL does is where they they will recycle bits. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's if they're purposely all right, time to redo this bit again, or if it's just like, hey, you know, you know what kind of fits this joke, and then it's just like very similar to the joke that they had made five six years earlier mm-hmm. because it was the same thing. A politician did something stupid, and like yeah. you know what I mean, or like we're at war again, so they make fun of the bad guy. You know, it's like it's very simple. Something that's also drastically changed. In content and animation is The Simpsons. Like oh, yeah. the very first, I think, like episode of The Simpsons, every character looked completely different. Oh, it was a completely drastically different, different. Yeah, drastic. And I, I think it's interesting that how many, and it's a thing on the internet. They people think that The Simpsons predicts the future. Oh yeah, stuff like that. Like it's, a, yeah, it's just a lot of cartoons, and then eventually it all lines. That's what I think. I think it up. just lines up. Coincidental. Yeah. Um, I do like The Simpsons for the fact that there are so many seasons and there's like two, maybe even three golden eras of The Simpsons where they were really good. And then like when like Conan was a writer, again, when Conan was like coming up and writing on The Simpsons and doing stuff, mm-hmm. when they originally started, that was very funny. And then they kind of fell off. And then they came back in like the late 2009, 10 era, came back again really strong. And then the movie came out and they kind of dropped off again. And then they came back again really strong. So like they've had these waves in their like career. movies fuck up some shows dude well the simpsons movie was just like a season of the simpsons mm-hmm. you know what i mean it was just like a two and a half hour or an hour and a half all long put into one with like a, just a crazy plot yeah it was just a really long sim- same thing with like ted ted mm-hmm. is just a long episode of family guy oh i fucking love ted That's oh yeah a, yeah pretty ted much. 2 now is different ted 2 i have never seen the second one i think is is a 
more Ted movie mm-hmm. as opposed to where Ted is just like a Family Guy episode because like everyone who voices in Family Guy is in Ted and then like three of those yeah. people came back for Ted too. You know what made Ted work for me was Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Mark Wahlberg it. playing that character of like the angry straight man. You know, like who he is in the other guys, where the Will Ferrell is just is pretty much, dude. He is just upset at everything. It's just him reacting at the wackiness of the world around mm-hmm. him. Mark Wahlberg is so fucking funny in that sense. You know, who probably thinks he's not funny. That store clerk he almost beat to death. He, um, uh, really? Yeah, he's not allowed to, allowed to own a gun because he has a felony on his record. Mark Wahlberg almost beat a man within an inch of his life. Oh, this is when he was young. Yep. Yeah, which is why he went to jail. Correct. Worked out, got really buff, became Marky Mark. Exactly. You know, uh, that's why he had street cred. He uh, Marky Mark has a workout video. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, you, we should do it. You know, if I can get abs like that, did you see his Calvin Klein model? His spread on Calvin Klein? No, because he was the Calvin Klein like poster boy for like two, three years. I wouldn't be surprised, dude. That guy's fit. He's well, the... and then back then he was even fitter. What is he? He uh, he started a club called the 4 a.m. club. He wakes up at 4 a.m. and he gets all his shit done and he goes to sleep at like 8 p.m. That's because he does cocaine. I um, don't think he does cocaine, man. Well, according to his Marky Mark raps, he's D-R-U-G-G-I-E-Y free. At the, Yeah, of course, at the time. <laughs> at the, I mean, like back then, I'm sure he did all the shit that he needed to get out of his system. But now he has a, a successful, uh, healthy, organic hamburger line and that's restaurant. His, that's his brother. Is that his brother? He doesn't own he it. He has no association with no, it? No, he like, he's a partial owner of it, but that's okay. not. he has nothing to do with Wahlburgers. Wasn't he supposed to have, was Wahlburgers, uh, not Wahlburgers, but didn't he have his own reality show, like similar to the Kardashians for a little bit? Wahlburgers was a TV was it real? show, and, okay. and they like, and he was on it sometimes when he was like at the restaurant. But even then, they're like, Marky is never. They call him Marky like Marky's never around. He's always like filming movies and shit like that. But when he shows up, he was like, Oh yeah, I'm the big dick around here. And the guy's like, No, this is my fucking restaurant. Like, get, like just. It's funny that you say that he's the big dick around here because he was in um, Boogie Nights. And he had, I'm the big fucking dick. I got I'm the, big, the dick. big dick. And at the, if you guys haven't seen Boogie it's Nights, it's not his yet. real penis. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, they no, just that's not, that's photoshopped it on there somehow. No rubber penis. A rubber penis? Mm-hmm. Damn, I bet you that just rubber like penis. Just like Jonah Hill's rubber penis in Wolf of Wall Street. Ah, just like um, Will Ferrell's multi-thousand dollar balls, balls from Step Brothers. Crazy, huh? And he the, he says Crazy, that, huh? that is his favorite souvenir from any movie he's ever done. He's kept Sicko. it. Um, this week, guys, we watched a film. Uh, what, was it, what was it called? Oh, the fuck. Devil's Advocate, Jesus. dude. Yeah, dude, we watched The Devil's Advocate, guys. It's a heavy film. It's definitely a heavy film. Um, we're it's, about to record it right now. It's it's an interesting film because uh, what I didn't expect was like the graphicness of it. You yes. know what I mean? But it's not graphic for the sake of graphic sake. No, there's it, definitely it, context behind it. Makes it makes sense and it pushes the storyline and, and it is very necessary, Yeah, I think, to, to get you in that frame of mind. But just, you know... Word of caution for you guys out there. This is a brutal movie, but it is on Netflix. Yeah, it's available on Netflix. Uh, it has Charlize Theron. And yeah, it's got Keanu Reeves doing an incredible Southern accent. And Al Pacino. Al Pacino doing no accent, but In- dressing like well done. But dressing like old man Scarface. At one point, he's doing a speech, and he's he has like his hands up. He's wearing like he looks like dude. Scarface. I doesn't he look like old man Scarface? Yes, yes, because he has the whole. We'll talk about it on the episode. One dude. thing I do want to say here before we get to the episode is my favorite shot of Al Pacino is right before he sticks his finger in the holy water. He looks. Down the barrel of the camera. Oh, and it zooms in. And he has this smile on his face. I laughed out loud. Terrifying. So just so know, funny. guys, 
if if you get scared at movies like I do, there are funny parts in The Devil's Advocate. Um, you just got to get through a lot of other shit. You just got to close your eyes and peek through the corner of your hands that uh, because it's going to be too scary. It's brutes. Something I do with scary movies is I cover my ears because what scares me more than the visuals is the sound. Is the sound. You know what I do with scary movies? I read the plot. <laughs> I read the plot first. So I know what's going to happen. Dude, I have this coworker. <laughs> he pisses me the fuck off. He's he told me Say his name. First and uh, last. Jonathan Adrian. Jonathan wow. Stephanus Jonathan Adrian. You we know who gonna, you are, man. We have to bleep that. <laughs> nah, he doesn't give a shit, dude. We should. Okay. Bleep. <laughs> um you know who you are, but he, what he does he looks up plots on Wikipedia. Yeah. For Breaking Bad, he watched the first two episodes. He was like, it seems interesting. It's too slow. Read everything else on Wikipedia. Sounds like that guy should read a book. Sounds like books are more his deep. He reads a lot of books, it's too. A, that seems like, yeah, that's a book reader's version oh, of it. Oh, gosh. Pisses uh, me off. Hey, you know what? Fuck him. Welcome, guys. Welcome. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. That's what I mean. All we right. got shit to do. Yeah. Devil's oh, Advocate. Shout outs. Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, before we go. Uh, my shout out here is for New Crits on the Block. Yes, Nucrits on we the We talked about block. this, and I'm looking at a, a blank piece of paper. I don't yeah, know what, are you, what are you getting your notes from? We know them. Uh, Nucrits on the Block. Is They're a, a D&D podcast. You yeah. could find them did on we Instagram. Did last week? Uh, no, we did not. Okay, good. Oof. Yeah. They yeah. ask a lot of questions on the Q&A. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, That's yeah, what I'm yeah. thinking about. Um, yeah, no, but they do a D&D podcast. They have a weekly email that goes out if you want to stay up to date on what's going on with their show. Yeah, they drop an episode every Monday, yeah. so check them out. If you're into Dungeons or Dragons or both, yes, give them a peek. That's your podcast. Uh, if you like toys... Yes, we have a friend, Christopher Perry. You could follow his toy photography page at The Creative Chip. He was actually our first guest ever. He was. Check last out October. the episode. It was Pinocchio's Revenge. Yes. Um, but also check out his photography. He's a yeah. fantastic photographer. ChristopherPerry.ccf. And uh, totally worth a couple of likes, a couple of shares, yeah. a couple of cares, a couple of bears. Yeah, I'm sure he cares for some bears. Uh, definitely not black bears. Anyways, guys, check out Devil's Advocate. We'll see you then. <laughs> Bye. Can't be that bad, though.